we do have like a family crest, but this felt like we could get like, you have oh, a family crest. We do. Yeah, we were given it by the Queen of England. Um, I'm going to say, where the fuck do you get a family crest? Uh, because our family was in the fur business, and way long time ago, my great great grandfather was it great great great? I'd have to look it up. We designed furs for the Queen. Yeah. So she gave us a crest. I guess is how the story goes. Yeah, my family crest is uh, is a, a Frito bag. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. All right, here's the thing I want to ask you about. Do you ever watch uh you ever watch the dating shows? Like like the dating game from way back when or No, like, you know, like on Netflix they've got like Too Hot to Handle and Love Island and Are You the One and Love is Blind and all that nonsense. Um I do not watch those. I well, you know, I've seen I, I mean I've seen it. Like Katie watches Love is Blind and Married at First Sight. So I've I've seen bits of those. I don't. They're not things that I watch. I, I I would not say, but ever since the divorce, uh, I find myself Where binging. Fuck? Why? Where is I'm? This is concerning. Well, no, it's 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 just interesting. Like I said, it's very interesting. And I last the only reason it, it, it's interesting because I'm tired because last night. Uh, I just was looking through Netflix. I, you know, I'd had my day and then, you know, all my stuff and I'd done my writing and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to have a little, I mean, I'm going to have a beer and some rye and I'm going to sit down and watch a little Netflix. Just, you know, kind of do that. Okay. And, uh, they just dropped season four of love is blind where they go on a pod and they don't see each other's face and they talk and fall in love and all this kind of bullshit. And then they get married and then, and then there's like this four weeks where they're okay. Are they going to get married? And, Part of it was like, yeah, that's exactly what I went through, um, in, you know, with with the uh, with the horror and uh, and what was interesting. And, and I mean, I did. I got and I've I've watched bits and pieces of that show just because I thought, oh, that's a weird concept. Fucking last night, man, I watched like five fucking hours of this shit. I Jesus. just to the point to the point where the Netflix says, "Are you still are you watching?" St- yeah, you know. And and I was just like, and part of it was. I'm watching this and there's there's a part of me going, All right, there's my boy. Is he headed Don? Hello, beautiful man. How are you? Hi, Don. How are you? Good. Yeah, what's going on? Nothing. Well <laughs> there you go. I guess that's is that good? Yes. Well they that's very zen of you. You are like the Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who the Buddha is? No. He's a big fat Chinese guy that says sit around and do nothing and your life will be full of potential. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what really makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> 
And it was your first lesson in religion, kiddo. There you go. That's it. All right, why don't you go upstairs and watch some TV and get some honeycomb? And I'll go upstairs in a little bit and we'll snuggle. Okay. Okay. So, as I was saying, um, I'm watching it and I find myself both you know, filled with like, oh, wow, the hope of new love. But I'm literally, <laughs> I, know, I know, it's just it's the fucking saddest thing in the world. No, but the other it, thing, but the funniest part this is- This isn't the I'm, saddest thing in the world. This is the most adorable thing in the world. All right. So, but the, the other part of me is I'm, it's like I'm a black man in a movie theater for a horror movie because I'm yelling at the TV because <laughs> I'm like, no, no, that's a red flag. She's a cunt. Stay away from, I mean, I am, I am so invested. It's like, this is the worst thing you, this is the worst decision you could ever make, dude. She's going to fuck you over later. I guarantee it. I mean, that's, that's exactly, <laughs> it's really, yeah, and granted I, I, I had a few drinks. So yes, I was, I was definitely, uh, a little key, but I, but I found myself very invested and, you know, again, I'm, I'm by myself, I'm drinking and I'm watching this shit. And so it, it is literally a roller coaster of me finding great hope in some of the stories and getting very weepy and God, I hope they make it that kind of shit. And then uh, the total flip side is like, no, don't fucking do, oh, you suck. You're so stupid. You're just like me. It's like, ah, oh, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's adorable. It shows that there is still... Oh, a beating heart. <laughs> a, there's, still, there's still good in you. There's still love in you. You, you. you have love to give. You have space to receive love. That's what this is. So you suddenly made me think of, uh, now I feel like I'm uh, Quiz Kid Donnie, what is it, Quiz Kid Donnie Smith or whatever, the, the character from Magnolia that uh, William H. Macy plays. I have love to give. Oh, God, I don't remember that part. But yeah. <laughs> it's, a sad, it's a sad fucking character. I mean, I watch so those I don't shows. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to get my teeth knocked out by a frog, so. But, you know, Katie watches those shows, and I'll, you know, catch a few episodes, whatever. And my whole thing is, why would people do this? Why would why would they willingly go into a relationship they know nothing about? Or why are they so desperate to go into relationships? That's what I don't get. And Katie's answer is always like, because love and love is good. And I'm like, no, it's not. But dude, you understand the way you just describe it. That was my third marriage. I, I know. I mean, granted, it, granted, it wasn't in a pod. And granted, it wasn't like uh, getting married in, in a month. You know, but uh, it was definitely get engaged in three dates, move in immediately, have no idea what I'm getting into, try to make it work, and then you know, and then four months later we're married, and and, and then and it's like had we known every, each other then, had, we're, yeah, we knew that, each well, other had, then, had been, but had we been like friends then? Yeah, yeah, because that was right before our our relationship blossomed. Yeah. I would have said, maybe, maybe wait a little bit. I had a buddy who got married. <clears throat> You'll have to forgive my voice. I'm still recovering from a work trip. To Vegas. Yeah, where I lost my voice. Um, not And sick. your virginity. And my, <laughs> right, finally. Finally, I was God. so happy to come home and tell my wife and kids about that. I'm like, guess what, yeah. everybody? They're like, I popped my cherry. They're like, Daddy, what'd you bring me? And I'm like, what did I bring you? Nothing. What did I forget in Las Vegas? Yeah. 
a, a jacket, a bomber jacket, and my virginity. Yeah. And my voice. And my voice. So anyway, not sick, just recovering from the uh, blowing my vocal cords out. Um, what the hell were we talking about? And we're talking about... Uh, the dating shows. The dating a, shows. The dating shows, man. I had a real poignant point. Yeah, we I do that. don't recall what it was now. Yeah, I don't know. But I think... I, no, I, I, you, you do love your reality TV. And I think that I if this is... I think this is a good way for you to get back... Oh, <laughs> I know what we were talking about. But let me finish this thought because I'll remember the other one. I think this is a good way for you to get back to like a base level of the approach to human interaction because I'm still a firm believer that people don't have to be coupled up. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be in a romantic relationship. But you it's don't. Fun. Also, you don't have. It's fun, and but you don't have to hate them. You oh, know, I don't or, hate or women. I never hated. Them. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm opposed to me. Yeah, I'm opposed to me being in a relationship. But sure. that's because but that's because like, for the same for the same reason that somebody who's you know gone gone to Vegas and you know maybe lost uh, your life savings three times. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, okay. You know what? Um, yeah. No, I'm against maybe, that. But no, yeah, I'm not against gambling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, that's the thing is I. I. Def, I definitely. Uh, I, I I love love you know I love that I do I love that blush or that kind of stuff but uh, yeah I've had so my it's kind of like you, you'll go back I've to Vegas and not gamble like you've mastered your gambling addiction if, let's just let's let's widen the analogy here but you can still go to Vegas and enjoy the food and the lights and the the shows and the the desert air and the beautiful sky and all this other sh- like you can enjoy all of it except you know so maybe you. You get in a relationship and you bone for a few months and you have some fun, but you don't get married. You don't combine your finances. You don't do all the shit you did wrong or couldn't do right in the other three instances or the other four, yeah. you know, the other, the other big, big relationship plans. It's still relatively fresh enough that, uh, that yeah, I don't trust myself sure. to go to Vegas and not gamble. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. It's like, You're I not ready I, it's yet. like, you know, as my dad says, you're gonna bring a snag home, God, and uh, yeah, and you know, and like I told, him, and like I told him, I said, if I bring a snag home, I'm bringing them to your house because I don't know, I don't want him to know where I live. So I had a buddy who met his, and met this girl, and in six months, it, we were at their wedding. I mean, oh, six shit. months to the day from when they met. Yeah, I know. And I was the best man, and. I I thought it was, you know, maybe they should wait a little bit. Spend oh, yeah. some Joe, time. Joe was Joe was my best man, and he was he he wasn't an asshole about it, but yes, he was very concerned. I think I was too supportive of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's well, not working out now. We're how many years later? This is to a ten. Jesus, ten years later. All right, well, you know, ten years. You know, I mean, well, I guess Dave and I got went to seven and a half. Quicker. It went to shit yeah. a little bit quicker than 10 years. It's just been a yeah. long, slow, well, I've got a, digestive process. Yeah, I've got a buddy. I've got a buddy. And poor, this poor guy uh, from Chicago from the back of the day. And I think I, I mentioned this earlier, but he had texted me when the, the book came out. And he says, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. You're, I bought a copy of your book. It's on its way. Probably good because last night 
my wife uh, asked me for a divorce because she's a lesbian. Oof. Well, once in a while, and again, I talk about it, but mostly he texts me new revelations as they come. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and he's like... I had no idea, but then I found 18 pairs of Birkenstocks in her closet. And <laughs> well, you know... The it, things it's, you don't it, see, love flies. The thing <laughs> is, it's, it's getting a little deeper, and apparently, uh, apparently she had never, you know, because they had talked about having kids, but they had, she had never done any kind of birth control. And he found in the garbage a three-month supply of, or a, a package that, you know, was for a three-month supply of like plan B pills or something. And, wow. and so, and, and, and his comment was, wow, I didn't realize you could get pregnant from lesbian sex. Uh. And it's starting to dawn on him that perhaps, uh, perhaps she was done with the marriage quite some time ago and he's just catching up. And I was, and I, and that's what I said. I said, I said, at this point, assume everything is a lie or a partial lie. Yeah. And also and also know in your heart that even if you have the answers, they won't help you. This thing is over and it's blowing up in your face. I said she she's mm -hmm. been done with the marriage for an indeterminate amount of time, but it's been a while. And you're just starting to wake up to the fact that you've been in the dark for perhaps a year, maybe two, who knows? Um Knowing why, knowing the answers, trying to trace it back to what happened, when did it change? It's not going to do you a bit of fucking good. God, that's that's a really interesting point. That's a that's a hard truth. Yeah, because well, it's one I've lived. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's that's exactly it. And yeah, having all the like, it doesn't it doesn't help. No, I mean, well, it, oh, man. Well, we talked about this. I think last week might have just been on the phone but the idea of like the knowledge like what do you do with the knowledge because you can have all the facts and then what do you do with it well you just you just play the facts out like well this is what happened this is what happened this is what happened if you don't have the facts you start filling in the blanks with, that's exactly right maybe shit is way worse maybe it's not as bad so I think that your brain is going to do the same thing I think that the the big thing is that nothing helps whether it's the fact mm -hmm. whether it's the unknown it doesn't matter it is going to be awful and that's the hard reality the hard pill to swallow yeah. is that you just have to sit in the the fact that it's over and you've been and you've been duped in your own whether way whether she loved and you or not yeah doesn't matter whether she stopped loving you or never did you know whether she was taking the plan b because she was you know discovered her lesbianism because she was in a thruple with another dude and just found her way to lesbianism through bisexuality cheating at whatever it was it doesn't fucking matter it all sucks all of it yeah it's all gone you know and that's and that's you know that's it's it, and that he and i were talking a little bit about it and he and you know it's a very interesting thing because right now he's at that place and i know that place i, I get that place where he just wants to talk about how blindsided he feels. Yeah. And so he keeps, you know, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be responsible and just listen to him, you know? Yeah. And then once in a while he pulls out, you know, how, how do you handle this? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, he asked me where my experience is. Well, I, I have a pretty, I think it's a pretty hopeful thing, but I have a pretty no nonsense 
approach, I said, you know, I said, you know, the, what I did was I got rid of everything. Uh, I don't own a picture of her. Yeah. Um, I got rid of as much as I possibly could that would remind me of that experience. And that's not because there were, you know, that's what I told him. It's, it's not because for five years it felt like a real marriage, you know, and it was a fun marriage and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that the whole thing turned out to be not, and not that it just didn't work out. I mean, that's the thing is it's the difference between, Oh, in irre- irreconcilable differences, we, you know, or as she wrote in that shitty review, creative differences, it's really not that, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's bigger than that. And so, for me, and I said, that's what I told him. I said, you do what you got to do to get yourself past it. I said, what it boils down to me is like, for me, I just wanted to erase it. Now, I know I can't erase it. I know that uh, I was telling somebody the other day about uh, Mega Mart at Area 15. And I was excited to tell them about this really cool space. But then I realized that I experienced it with her. We had a really good time and I'm thinking about the good time and then realizing that while we were having that good time, she was a prostitute and I didn't know it, you know, and it's like, and so that's, and that's what I told him. I said, I said, you're going to, you're going to go into that thing where any of the good times that you've had together, you're going to remember those good times and they're going to start fondly. And then all of a sudden the poison's going to come in and you're going to recognize that. And then you're going to start asking your question. Did it, you know, was, was she, was she fooled around then? Was she unhappy then? And all that kind of stuff. I said, and I can tell you that it'll happen, but I also know that it does you absolutely no good. It does you zero amount of good. And that's one of the things I told him. I said, at least you don't have tattoos on your body with that are reminders of her. And he started laughing. He goes, oh, that's right. You've got that horrible Donald Trump tattoo. I said, yeah. But I you said, also have. I have a. I have a, a thing of poetry, a line of poetry from her. That's on my the arm. one that tweaks me out more. Like, yeah, I feel oh, like, yeah. oh, that's unfortunate because those are like words from her heart, from her mind. Versus, yeah, yeah, that was the apparent practical joke she played between your shoulder feels, blades. Yeah, it feels <laughs> a little bit like a practical joke. But that's what I told him. I said, I said, and he did. He asked me at that time. He said, "So you're not going to get rid of those tattoos?" I said, "No," because my perspective on tattoos is once you've put it on you, it serves as either a good yeah. or uh, a not so good reminder of things in your life. And uh, so now I have. That's what I told him. I said, "I've got like I've got 11, 12, 12 tattoos. I think twelve, maybe eleven tattoos, and every one has." a story or regret some sort of connection and regret or a, you know, it's, and, and that's, and that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Now, so you speaking, I'm just a random segue. You, you got tattoos. You got two tattoos when you were in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Well, real quick. I mean, when we think about like the, the wife's tattoos, when I got the first one, the, the Eddie tattoo that I yeah. got with you, yeah, the dog, you got the, yeah. the litter day tattoo. My my joke, quote unquote, was that because this the first tattoo, the Eddie tattoo, was a, a sketch, uh, the, a, a quick illustration that Katie made when our dog Eddie was like a puppy before I knew them. And I got this tattoo because we were on the phone and you were like, "You're getting a tattoo figured out. You're doing this." This is like the only time in my life that I think I've really succumbed to peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, I, I pulled it heavy on you. Yeah, it's you true. pulled it real heavy. 
Well, you and wanted it. You really wanted thing. it, and, and you were like, just nervous. And I was like, all right, you want it, fucking jump out of the plane, I man. just didn't know what to get. And I was literally on the phone with you, and I remember saying, I will get one. I just don't know what to get. And as I said that, I turned... And there was the little drawing that Katie had made, like, stuck on her computer monitor, because we were in the shared office at the time. And I went, oh, that's it, because Eddie had just died, like, two months, three months ago, whatever it was. It's like, well, that's what I'm getting. And the joke was, well, you know, my wife drew it, so it's special, and it's our dog. But even if I get a divorce, he was still my dog. Uh Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Well, now, one of the new tattoos that I've got is... (laughs) I felt like this was more permanent than my actual, like, than actually getting married. So, like, yeah, I wear the ring, I sign the paper, I said I do, we did all that shit. But that's less permanent than the tattoo that I got, which is my family's initials, all of us. So I've got Katie, Harrison, Jacob, and me on my arm in a little pattern that I, I drew out by hand. While my brother was getting his... So Stephen and I... Yeah, we're in Vegas. Stephen and I went and get, got tattoos. We've been talking about getting a family tattoo for a while now. Um, brother Eric, the middle one, who we've met on the Apecast before, is not into getting tattoos, so he was not a part of this. So, uh, this... So, yeah, I've got... I've two, I walked in I, with two tattoos. I walked out with 200% more than I walked in with because I was like... yeah. Fuck it, we got time? Give me two. Which is... Which is, you know, it, 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 well, it's that, that's... For, for you, that is Vegas. You have no, you have no slowdown. You're, you're, I have no... You, you hit right. the fucking... You hit the fucking ground running at 100 miles an hour and you don't stop till you get home in Chicago. And, and whatever So, yeah, it, is, it makes yeah. total sense that you got two tattoos. Whether it's eating Del Taco four times in one day. Thank Jesus Christ, yeah, getting exactly. Getting two tattoos and you're just meant to get one. Um, staying up till three thirty when you you know when one o'clock would be just fine. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Just go. Um, so what Stephen and I got? Um, we grew up next door to our grandparents, my dad's parents, and on their kitchen wall, they had this mural that was like I, th- I think originally it was a piece of like wallpaper that was just like on the white wall. Um, they later had to like repaint the wall, do some shit, so they. Had to take the wallpaper off, but then like commission an artist to come in and redo it. I had no idea that was a thing, like until long after my grandparents were dead. Or at least Poppy was dead. Anyway, I just I had no idea. Point is, this mural was like this um like abstract plant, like kind of plant life thing. Um and on either side, there were these doves. That were like looking, looking out, you know, alter, like alternating mirrored doves of each other. Yeah, yeah, like Janus, sure. And so Stephen and I were thinking, well, oh, we should get that because there's like a common thing because we were super close with our grandparents, basically, like grew up in that house as much as we grew up in our house because it was right next door. Um, <clears throat> and we don't really have, like, we do have like a family crest, but this felt like we could get. Like, you have oh. a family crest. We do. Yeah, we were given it by the Queen of England. Um, I'm gonna when, say, where the fuck do you get a family crest? Uh, because our family was in the fur business, and way long time ago, my great great grandfather was it great great great? I'd have to look it up. We designed furs for the queen. Yeah. So she gave us a crest. I guess is how the story goes. 
Yeah, my family crest is a uh, is a, a Frito bag. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> my God, and a Slurpee. <laughs> forget, forget the fact that I don't have student loans. Forget the fact that I went to summer camp. If you ever want to dump on me and my white privilege. Let's uh-huh. remember that the queen gave my family a crest. Dude, see, it just it just goes into my fucking uh, uh, my little my little David's David's a little rich boy uh revolver and it's just another bullet. It's just another bullet in that in that Yeah. Yep. But it's not about, you know, it's about what you do with that crest. <laughs> it, oh, is it is it really what you know, So what have you done with your crest? I, I made a flag for my dad to fly outside of his house. <laughs> and you didn't get the crest. So what did you get? So you, we, got, you got, we got the birds. So Stephen got, got the a, birds. Okay. Stephen got okay. a bird. Like one is facing one way on his right arm. I got the bird facing the other way on my left arm, which is a nice, I, I think it's a cool thing. Unless you're, unless you're standing on the wrong side of each other, then the birds are staring at each other. Well, and that's fine too. It's not like an I'm with stupid tattoo. Like this... <laughs> We're like, it doesn't work if we're on the wrong side of each other. <laughs> so, so we got that tattoo and it was, <laughs> it was kind of nerve wracking. Cause like, I don't want big tattoos. Um, I want simple. Yeah. That's kind of like my, apparently my like tattoo aesthetic is, is yes. simple line drawing. And this is a, a complicated tattoo, but this guy that Steven found out there through his wife, Stephanie, she had friends to recommend this guy. He's he's got a lot of good fine work, fine line work, where you know it's just like smaller, fewer needles in the gun. Uh, <clears throat> so he's doing Steven's tattoo, and it's looking really good. Like real, I'm really really impressed with it. You know, and of course, like we'll see how it, like the details bleed into each other as time goes on. But it it looks really really good. And I'm watching him do this, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to get. This other, this other family tattoo that I've had this idea for, which would be for my family. Um, so I, since I was in college, at, at least, that's how far back I remember it. Maybe it's longer, but at least since college, I would doodle instead of like taking actual class notes. And the doodle would be like, I would just draw like this, like, like t- Tim Burton type square. Like it's all like weird angles, whatever. I don't know, weird angles, just like a twisted square. And then I would like draw little lines and it make like puzzle pieces. And I would spell out words of like whatever was going on in my life. So if I was like ignoring a math class, I would spell out the word math, but all the letters would not be next to each other, they'd be separate. So I'd like create this like puzzle, this like momentary life puzzle. It's just something that it's I did. It's a thing you did. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing you did when you were a kid. Sure. So I had this idea of doing that for my family, but doing everybody's initials in it because... These guys are permanent pieces in my life's puzzle, but I will leave a few open spaces because they're not the entire puzzle, but they're the, like the most important part of the puzzle because they're my family and I can't yeah. get rid of them. You know, I get rid while, of you're, Katie. while you're telling me this story, all I can think of is like some hardcore rapper yeah. going in to get, you know, bitches for life and yeah. him telling this story about the puzzle of my the, the, and it's like no no they just say give me a tear on my face because i killed somebody it's just you know they, they're, no, but it's right they're, because they're, bitches, bitches everybody's got their, part of your life yeah it's 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 just very interesting how tattoos are so very bizarrely personal it's yeah and how 
I mean, I I, I read all my because most of my tat most of my tattoos are 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 phrases from either poetry or literature, and uh, you know it's it's the joke. And now that I'm long past dating age, uh, it doesn't really matter. But the idea the idea that that basically every Toxic male influence from a white guy yeah. is on my arm. I got David Foster Wallace. I got Hunter Thompson. I got Jack Kerouac. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I got Bukowski. I mean, oh, Jesus. My, yeah. I mean, I'm like, hey, let's take the let's take the shittiest dudes Shit, in the world. Shitty white guy bingo on. Let's play shitty yeah, it white is. guy it's, bingo exactly. on Don's body. You, you've got a puzzle of your family. I've got a puzzle of uh, toxic masculinity. I would love to get a Thompson tattoo, but like... I, I don't, I don't think I want to quote, but then what do See, I, I get? Like, do quote, I get the Gonzo? Yeah, symbol, yeah. The peyote why not? Button, you know, the five, the two thumb peyote button. Why not? Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, I've got, I've got uh, buy the ticket, take the ride. Yeah. So, uh. um, but yeah. So while he's while the artist is doing Steven's bird tattoo, I was like, I, I'm gonna do this the the family puzzle tattoo because I was gonna get a tattoo out here in Chicago with a woman and I pitched her the, the puzzle tattoo she's like oh yeah we could totally do that but it'll have to be like four inches big so it doesn't bleed together and I'm like four inches is way like that's, that's way huge too big. for a huge. tattoo yeah for you and right four inches four inches wraps entirely around your whole arm yeah I mean, you got skinny arms so it would, it would take up the arm yeah like, I don't yeah. have a big canvas yeah so I'm like <laughs> no I don't I don't think so so I'm watching this guy do Stevens I'm like this guy can make it work and he did and I'm super happy with it. Now, the problem I have with both of these tattoos is that they take a lot of explaining. <laughs> yes, that is so true. So I have to develop an elevator pitch. Yeah. For these, or just send them to Littered Ape episode, what is this, 278? 277. 277. Yeah. What's that tattoo mean? Littered Ape episode 277, have a good day. That's my elevator pitch for these tattoos. There you go. Yeah, yeah, because because they're both very. I mean, well, the thing is, the Eddie tattoo takes a long time for you to explain. Well, the Eddie tattoo now I've gotten it down. But to, you can oh, say this is our yeah. dog that my, my wife yeah, illustrated that, our dog. Yeah, that's and that's good. And then the sailing thing, the is, wheel and anchor is yeah, that one's a little complicated because yeah, I like it's all maritime and shit, but it's yeah. also ugh, the wheel. You know, seek adventure, the anchor, but don't get lost at sea. Again, too it's, long. That's too much. That's too too long for an elevator pitch. So it's like I like to sail. I think that one works. Yeah, I know, but I just I like to sail because you got to make some room because the goddamn dove and then the random letters. This takes a while. This is gonna take. This is gonna. You know, you can't. You've got four, and most people's bandwidth for listening to you when, when they actually ask you what do your <laughs> tattoos mean, they got about a five minute shelf life of bothering to give a shit. So man, you got to get through it in five minutes. And I'm telling right. you. The dove and the fucking random letters is going to take you longer. So just go with, that was my dog. You don't even have to say that your wife drew it. That was my dog. I like to sail. Sit down, because I, I got a yarn <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> no, let's, all right, let's try this. Let's do this. All right, I'm going to give, here's my four tattoos as quickly as possible. Okay, I'm timing. Uh, the dog is my, was my dog. Uh, wheel and anchor, I, I'm a... My, the queen made a crest for my family. Oh, see, you just opened the up the door. Oh, you fucker. The letters, this is my family. Um, and then the, the bird, uh, I like to hunt. <laughs> see, the thing about it is, see, you can't help yourself. 
Because now that automatic, <laughs> I heard your tattoos, but what the fuck? A crest, a family crest. Tell that story. And that's like a 70 minute. I mean, you could go, that's like a fucking Ken Burns documentary. Oh, well, the furriers for the long. queen. It's only long because I have to get changed into my tuxedo tails and, and monocle before I tell the story of how my family designed furs for, the, for Queen Elizabeth or Victoria, which fucking one of, one of the bucktooth racists well, that, you know. <laughs> yeah um can you can, how, how do you so you have 12 tattoos yeah something like that yeah i think it's 11 or 12 all right so how quickly can you bang out explanations for those tattoos oh <laughs> fuck let's see the one i think you i think actually you kind of just summed up one that summed up the 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 donald trump one uh by did <laughs> by practical joke this was sort of a prank uh, that I didn't see coming from a wife that uh, was a prostitute. I mean, it's just like that fast. It's like bam, that one goes. That one goes really quickly, and it's and, it, and then it opens up the door. It's like what? Your wife is a prostitute? Yeah, I, read the book here. It's like right. not the episode here. Here's a copy of the book. Uh, deal with that. Uh, the rest of my tattoos. I mean, I know what they mean, but they're pretty self-explanatory. The only ones yeah. that are probably like what the fuck does that mean is the very first tattoo which says dada east v dada mm-hmm. which means dada is what dada does and if you don't know know what the fuck dada is or speak german you're like what the fuck is that so that 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 could be a little more of an explanation i did dada theater in yeah. in chicago and that was a phrase uh but then you have to the go back of- into what dada is for like Exactly. You know, that's, that's you know, whole, it's like yeah. it, it takes it's it takes that. Wait, what's um, Dada? Wait, the Queen? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. crest. Who the fuck? So yeah, I don't think I can. Yeah, I think I think if you were to well, that, there was a point where I thought I'd do a one man show where I actually explain all the stories behind all my tattoos, and then I thought, yeah, my tattoos. Are, well, I love them. They're probably not interesting enough that for me to do a one man show. Serving bunch of bullshit that ever. Gets yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't do it. It was like, yeah, I'd like that. It's fun. I did it on Peculiar Journeys. Peculiar Journeys, I talked yeah. about each one of my tattoos, yeah. and you know, that's fine. But the idea of a one-man show... Yeah, but like staging like, a one-man show is like, uh, yeah, Yeah, I'm going to stage a one-man show so I can tell you about my tattoos. Uh, it seemed like a good idea maybe in a drunken stupor, but not yeah. so good in the light of day. Different if you're a POC rape victim like what do those tattoos mean that would be an interesting story but like nobody wants to hear from a white guy who likes to read white guys <laughs> yeah 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 a guy yeah white guy who who takes inspiration from drunken drug-addled uh misogynist dudes who wrote things um you know but i do have doctor who i have a doctor who quote I didn't realize it was a Doctor Who quote until I mm. decided on the quote, and then I realized, oh, that's a fucking Doctor Who quote. Which what, what quote is that? We're all stories in the end. Oh yeah, you know, and it was like, oh yeah, because I went, yeah, I was, I was way into the story thing that was really kind of really hitting me at that point in my life, and uh, and I went, okay, that's going to be the birthday tattoo because that's what I did is I got one for every birthday for yeah. a while, yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, and then I realized after I had chosen it that, it that it was basically from Doctor Who, which I've never watched an episode of Doctor Who my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I like science fiction, but that's just never been my jam. Yeah. And I thought, and I did, I had to kind of go, All right, do I really want a Doctor Who quote on my 
on my arm. And then I realized I don't give a fuck at who said it. I like the quote. So yeah. that's the quote that I'm going to go with. Yeah. yeah. But I got Bukowski on there. Um, and that's got the color candle because the guy wanted to put color on the flame. And I'd be like, all right, but it's the least readable because he, it's sort of like when you justify, like when you do the all justify on like Microsoft Word mm-hmm. and it spreads the letters apart and you go, what the fuck? I oh, can't yeah. quite read it. That's that, that, that tattoo's kind of got that one. So it's not a great tattoo, but you know, it's, it's way up on my arm. And then I've got the, the Celtic knot with the Ars Gracia Artis. Mm-hmm which was probably written by a, a toxic Greek guy. <laughs> you know, he was probably like, uh, Wait, like if it was Celtic, Sophocles, why was like it Greece, some, no, well, why was a Greek, Greek? Well, Ar, Ars, Ars Gracia Artis is what, I don't know if it's Latin or something, but you know, it's probably like, like, like Sophocles or something who is, you know, had women as slaves and stuff like that. And he said, art for art's sake. And then, yeah. I feel so like I you should probably, know this as a fact, like absolute. I mean, this is something that's on your body. Like, I mean, it's not like I, you know, like exactly, you know, what the history of each mole or freckle on your body comes from, because it was just they just sort of. No, this is up. something I put this on is there. Yeah, you true. deliberately. Like, I don't know. This is. This I don't is like, fucking care. Art for like art's that sake. Kid, That's my thing. My freshman year in college, like second week there, um, this guy Andy who lived on my on the dorm floor was like, "Hey guys, let's go. I'm gonna get a tattoo. Who's coming with me?" We went down to the strip to Sahara, like. This tattoo parlor that was like right behind the world's largest, uh, uh, you, you know, what I'm talking about the, the Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, the world's largest yeah. gift shop. Gift shop. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, the biggest gift shop, and and so he, like, uh, it's across free. Yeah, it's across. He's from eighteen. The, it's like yeah. you know, eleven o'clock at night. We're all eighteen years old, and he's just like flipping through the book, and he's like, "I want that." It's just like cartoon shark that's like thrashing out of the water with blood coming off its teeth. And he gets it on his, you know, on his shoulder up here, on the outside of his shoulder. And I'm like, I asked him, I said, Andy, why, why did you pick the shark? Because it was totally like flipped through the book. Yeah, give yeah, me that find off, the shark off yeah. the wall. And uh, you know, Andy, why did you pick that shark? And he says, Well, David, because when I, uh, when I think of myself, I think of a shark. <laughs> and, I like, and I look at him, I'm like, that is the biggest load of bullshit. He's like, No, 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 yeah, yeah, totally. And he was selling himself as hard as he was selling me on it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fast forward six, seven years, I run into him um, at a bar in Green Valley. And I was like, dude, haven't seen you in forever. How you been? How's life? What are you up to? Da-da-da-da-da. Where's, you know, he's got a girlfriend. He's working. All this shit. I'm like, oh, my God, the tattoo. Can I see it? How, how is it aging? Do you still think of yourself as a shark? And he just goes, oh, fuck, man. No, that was stupid. And he pulls his, <laughs> he opens his shirt and shows me his shoulder. He had it, I don't, he had it covered up. Like he replaced it. I don't remember what he covered it up with, but he, t- it was not a shark thrashing out of the water with fucking cartoon blood. Coming. It was a cod. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> it was a perch. <laughs> it was, An it was angel a, fish. It was a yeah. It was a the cu- cutterfish. The <laughs> with the little flashing lights on their head. What is that? Yeah. That live in Boy, the bottom of the cre- ocean. Terrifying. Those are fucking creepy yeah. as shit. That's worse than a shark. That's yeah. just creepy. But he totally covered it up because he made the mistake of running off and getting a tattoo for the sake of getting one. Which I understand. Like I'm worried now because I got two in one go that my itching for more ink 
It's going to come, and I'll be like, I don't know what to get now. I've, dude, that's why that's why I did it once every birthday for a long time, and then I was and there then in I, Vegas, and the guy was doing and, such a good job. And then, like, yeah, okay. and then the thing about it is, and then and then I got the prank one with the tiny little the 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 the, the baby Donald Trump on a half shell. And Talk I went, about you that. Know what? what was that supposed? I'm fucking to be? done. Well, she had designed. A, a, it was what I wanted. Was I wanted a? I, and I wasn't. I didn't ask her to do this, but I was. I wanted to have sort of a, a commemorative Chicago tattoo because mm-hmm. at the time uh, I did not inst- it, it, I did not see myself coming back to Chicago because I was happily married and living in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and uh, so I thought, yeah, I need to have some sort of like commemorative tattoo that sort of says you have in Chicago. And I didn't really want to go with the standard. You know, everybody's got a, a Chicago tattoo. The you know, flag, that's, the, that's the flag. Or, you know. And so she said she wanted for a, for our sixth a wedding anniversary, she wanted to design uh, a thing. Oh, and God. unfortunately, instead of designing it, and I never asked, which is my fault, um, which probably indicates uh, so many things about uh, why our marriage no. turned out this the way. I never I asked. Mean, this I trusted. Just, I just never asked. This is more just no. the Don Hall thing of like, yup, go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of our marriage. So, well, yeah. um, you know, you know, let's be honest. But uh, yeah, no, what she. I'm saying uh, is that this is not unique to your marriage. This is also. No, just it's just, this is unique you. to me. Yeah. yeah. But she, she said she designed it and she went and found this uh, super hot uh, Cuban artist who spoke not a word of English. Didn't find that out until we got there. And she super didn't really design for her, I mean, this guy was like, he looked like a fucking, yeah. he looked like one of the models on like those dating shows we were talking about. Um, like super sexy. Do you think she's anyway, banging this dude? I'm assuming so. Yeah. At this point, it's just, you know, it's like, tell my friend, I'm just making the assumption that any, <laughs> any male we ran into in Vegas, oh, she probably sucked his dick. I don't know. She's How like, I've, got a, I've got a job for you. Yeah. I want you to fuck with my husband. <laughs> you know, I think maybe it's I'm possible fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, she didn't really design it so much as she had a concept, which was the baby on the half shell from the Chicago flag. Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, I thought that was kind of an interesting idea because not too many people, you know. And then well, not some the Chicago flag from the state of Illinois flag or state of Illinois yeah. flag, whatever it was, whatever it was. And then uh, and then the big stars, but not like in order, the big red stars and the blue sky and you know that kind of and it was and I liked the idea, but she didn't draw it. And when he put it together, um, instead of actually getting something from the state of Illinois flag or any of that kind of shit. Um, he kind of, I guess he just got a picture of a little, of a little kid yeah, and kind of stuck it into a half shell. And then it, and then when he was done the first time, when I find after five and a half fucking hours in the chair, they, oh yeah. And she, 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 she went and checked out. She didn't even watch him. And I was, I'm fucking laying there. I fell asleep at one point while he's jabbing me with the needle. And then, and then finally I'm like, I can't see it. She said, well, how the fuck am I? I said, here's my phone. Take a picture of it. And I look at it. Cause that was like, nothing's worse after five and a half hours of, and then, and then your wife who's paying for it walks over and she goes, oh, oh, that's not what I had in mind. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? I don't understand. I've been here five and a half hours. A couple things here. First of all, What is this? I didn't. That's not what I had in mind. Why didn't he sketch it out and let her approve it, or let you guys approve it before going to ink? That's first of all. I, you know, I, I, honestly, I think I was in the place where she would. 
she was very invested in getting it right and sort of having control over what it looked like. So I just trusted her. Well, that's fine. Big she fucking mistake. She should have Big. seen the concept that she wanted, unless the joke for her was get it on his back. Like, yeah, I approved that bullshit. Get it on his back. And then you know, it's very, with you, say, ooh, ooh. I, you, no, no, she didn't like it. And then I saw it and I went, this is shit. Because what, what originally, uh, what I saw was, it was definitely, it looked like, Don, what made it look like Donald Trump was it was like a little boy and he looked like he was in like a, 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 a scout's uniform or something. And he had blonde hair. And then one arm looked like the lobster boy claw. I mean, it just didn't look like a hand or an arm. It just was like, it looked like a deformed boy. And the other hand was kind of like he was sitting on his hand or, you know, it's like the arm was just like, what the fuck? It's like this guy had no, he sucked. He sucked. (laughs) It's like she found him off the fucking street and said, hey, pretend you're a goddamn tattoo artist. But why didn't he show you what he was drawing? Didn't he make the stencil? Like what did, I don't. I I'd let Dana take care of it. I was just like, hey, it's going to go on my back. She's and had plenty I, of t- I mean, now we're getting to the mind of Dana, which is a dangerous. Well, exactly. I have to assume it was a prank, and so that's what I'm going to tell everybody until I get the little guy covered up with a star. Here's I mean, that's other, what I'm going to do. Here's my other question. Yeah, I, I just looked up the state of Illinois flag and the state yeah. seal. There is no baby. Then look up the city of Chicago seal because I know there's a. Okay. I've seen city that. I have seal. seen. I have seen that before. I, she showed me the baby on the half shell, so I know she didn't just make that shit up. Okay, there is a baby. got it. Yes, okay, and this yeah. is the city of Chicago seal. Not All the right, flag, but the seal. The got seal, it. Okay. whatever it is. Yep. I knew that was, that was accurate, and so uh, I thought it was a good idea yeah. the way she described it, um, and the fact that she didn't actually draw it out was a little disconcerting for me, but she felt she trusted that this guy knew what he was doing. Is that also a mushroom cloud in that seal? What the fuck? Well, I'd love that. I'd, I'd prefer mushroom cloud to uh, fucking. I have to look this up. Like what all this Donald, baby Donald Trump with a flipper arm. So that's it. Um, the Chicago. If I were to get a Chicago thing, yeah, I would probably do the Y. Okay, yeah, the Chicago I can see Y, because that. that's yeah. like it's not as common as like the star. Yeah. But it's, and it's also kind of like hidden throughout the city. Like not yeah. everybody knows about the why. And dear listener, if yeah. you want to know about the why, look it up. Yeah, it's too fucking late for me. Show notes. This is what it has come to. Game over, man. It's game over. Here is where it will be discussed. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Then who the hell else are you talking to? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? In a world where great risks can bring extraordinary rewards. In a world where owning a radio was strictly forbidden. In a world where two middle-aged white guys started yet another podcast about film. They are America's first line of defense. Best of friends. I am Don Hall. And this is Don Smith. And this is I Like to Watch, yet another podcast about film. The following movie is rated R. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at literateape.com. And now, Warsack of the News. Your first headline. Actor Jonathan Majors was arrested for assault in New York City. 
Gasp. You know, he's 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 the villain in Quantum Mania. He's, uh, I mean, that that actually is the biggest problem with this is if he actually did it. Because again, you know, and you can allege, I mean, you know, it's like the the Gwyneth Paltrow fucking ski oh accident. Oh my god! It's like, what the fuck is you with know, that? <laughs> well, somebody saw Gwyneth Paltrow and ran into her, and then decided I'm going to sue her. You know, because she's rich, and so there's he, a possibility that this Johnson has trouble Major, tasting wine now. Yeah, I, I got you with your wine, but you know, there's a very good possibility. Jonathan Majors is super popular right now. He's obviously making a lot of money, and so somebody said, "Hey, I want to see if I can squeeze some money in." Whatever. On the other hand, it or might very well be he beat the sh- yeah he yeah. beat the shit out of a, a woman, and if that is the case, and in fact he is guilty, then the big question becomes, you know. Do, do, you, do you keep him as the, the main villain of what ostensibly is going to be the next, like, seven MCU films? I would say yes, because he's a bad guy. He's King the Conqueror. He is a very, very bad, bad guy. And since we're moving away from actors having to act, it's let, true. let the bad guy... That's true. We don't we don't want him to act because yeah yeah that's true. That's I think that's good. Yeah, I I, the thing about it is I read that and I went oh that's too bad. He did, however, just finish Creed three, so maybe he's just in the mode of beating the shit out of people. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Method acting. Yeah. (laughs) A QAnon follower booby trapped her home with flashbangs and pepper spray. The conspiracy theorist was arrested last week after a door-to-door salesman stepped on a tripwire at her property and suffered hearing loss. <sighs> this woman, <laughs> she believes former president, <laughs> she believes that former president Bill Clinton and former Secretary of State H- Hillary Clinton are trying to have her killed. The fucking ego on these people. All right. No, it's not even about ego. This is the thing that I think is the most interesting is that that in in a time period where we are talking about, you know, the mental health of everybody, how important mental health is and anybody that's anybody that's triggered by, you know, anything like a word that offends them or an idea they don't like. There are people for real people who have serious mental issues and we're we're ignoring that i mean the bottom line is this woman if she'd shown up at a clinician they would have just said she was she had gender dysphoria and they would have given her hormone blockers or something you know because we're it's like real mental issues this woman is not right in the head she believes that the clintons are going to kill her so she she goes, she does the home alone thing and, and, and booby traps her fucking house. She's nuts and, and needs to be institutionalized or at least seriously taken a look at. But instead, what we do is we go, oh, well, she's QAnon. That kind of nuts is just stupid. No, she's insane. She's got serious mental issues and way more than the Gen Z girl who just feels put upon by an eight-hour workday. <laughs> All right. This one I love. I just, I, I love it. I love it so much. Congress revisits approval for Iraq invasion, recalling change of heart on Vietnam. <laughs> what? They, so, they, 
Well, I mean, what are they? It's like they're, they're going to go back in time and, and say, well, we were wrong, or yeah, they're the going to take weeks, it back. Is it like a do over and then they're going to take it back? It's the equivalent of uh, David Himmel recalls the email. So after you send out an email, yeah, and then you get the message that says David Himmel recalled it, but you still yeah. have the original email. That makes no sense at all. Why would Congress, I mean, what can you do is other than just say, I mean, I guess in a world where we go, let's go back and say that the framer of our constitution was a slave owner. So the constitution is shit. Um, I suppose in that environment, yeah, you can go back and say, yeah, we shouldn't have done the Iraq war. So I'm not sure that's what you do about it. Though. You just, it's, it's just for the record books. It's, it's a symbolic thing. So in the coming weeks, both chambers of Congress are expected to debate and vote on a bill <laughs> repealing the authority that Congress gave President George W. Bush to use force against Iraq. More than half a century since Congress repealed a similar resolution, which was the, to- the Gulf of Tonkin resolution in 64, that gave Johnson uh, the ability to es- <clears throat> excuse me, escalate the war in Vietnam. And then the next line is, the war, that war ultimately cost more than 55,000 American lives and many times that, um, that many Vietnamese lives, destabling the entire region. Yeah, the fucking damage is done. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Like, yeah, Don shouldn't have married Dana. Shouldn't have had those 17 drinks before I drove home and crashed in that school bus of children and set the whole fucking place on fire. A lot of things we shouldn't have done. Maybe just do better next time. Learn from Vietnam. Don't do Iraq. Learn from Iraq. Don't do... The next well, thing that you're going to do, you warmongering fucks. And, and I would also argue that there's a lot of shit going on in the country, more specifically with taxes, inflation, with fucking climate change, with the infrastructure, bridges falling down, with all this shit. I can think of better uses impact. of their yeah. goddamn time. Yeah, I would think of there'd be you know, there's some things that they could do, like if they're going to debate a bill. You know, debate the bill about TikTok. I actually think that's the that's the most bipartisan I think I've ever seen Congress. Yeah. Is that they're fucking terrified of China and they're terrified of TikTok. So it's like, all right, they're all terrified of it and they all seem unified. Let's build on that that bipartisanship. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, here's one about a you like animals, right? I do. A wolverine has been seen outside of its normal range for the first time in 30 years. Well, that's because, you know, Hugh Jackman is, he's, he's back, everywhere. Baby. He's back. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He sings, he dances, he snarls. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, it's like, it is. It's like seeing Hugh Jackman, like in a 7-Eleven. You go, What? Is that Hugh Jackman? He's out of, is, he's out of his is natural he, habitat. Yeah, he's out of his natural habitat, and he's eating one of those hot dogs that have been sitting there for six weeks. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, here's some more animal news for you. A 90-year-old tortoise named... And hope for you, too, Don. A 90-year-old they, tortoise... <laughs> a 90-year-old tortoise named Mr. Pickles just became a father of three, and it's a big deal. Is that really the headline? That's the headline. It, big Dill? Yep. This is from KH, KHSU. Uh, it's an NPR. It's a, it's, it's, you know, local, whatever you call those things. The thing is, I'm, I'm fine that a 90-year-old tortoise just, you know, knocks somebody up and got, got a little baby. What I really want to do is I want to find whoever wrote that headline, and I want to stick that 
tortoise's dick in their head. Well, that's, that's a bad, that's just not funny or it's just the worst. That's like, a, that's like a parody of a bad headline. That's like, Hey, let's make fun of, of news people from the sticks and, and nobody for real would actually print that headline, but apparently they did. Well, here's why. Uh, because the Houston Zoo announced on Thursday that he, that Mr. Pickles and his partner, 53-year-old Mrs. Pickles. Hey, there's, there's the, <laughs> that's like, 30, that's like a movie. That's like a movie with uh, Clint Eastwood and some 20-year-old babe like, as his yeah. love interest. He went, yeah, he went that's 30, crazy. He went 37 years as junior. Keep, keep those, keep that shell tight and pert. I'm working perky, on it, yeah. Perky shells. It's true. I, that, see, that gives me hope that if I am going to date, I would like them to be, you know, like just yeah. like right out of high school. Right. Yeah. Right. Dumb as shit. So they, they welcomed three tortoise hatchlings named Jalapeno, Gherkin, and Dill. And they're, that's why you have your headline, that it's a big dill, because that's the Sign. name of the baby. Well then, I want to go to the Houston uh, zookeepers and go. beat them about the face and neck. Yeah, that's 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 right. All right, um, your last headline this week. Do you remember the rap artist Afro Man? I don't. He had a hit in two thousand two thousand one called "Because I Got High." Where oh just, yeah, I do remember that song. Okay, I remember that. All that's right. a funny. That's funny song. Yeah. So Afro Man put home footage of a police raid on his home in music, in, oh in his music God. videos, and now the cops are suing him. So law enforcement searched his home on suspicion of drug trafficking and kidnapping, but found no evidence and filed no charges against him. I've watched the video. Um, it's hilarious. I mean, like, I'm sure it's, it's, it's hilarious, yeah. So he says they kicked down his door, which they did, broke his video surveillance system, stole money from him, and frightened his family. Like, you should, you really should watch this. Because I gotta watch this, yeah. Just, this is like 1980s war on drugs, like, bursting through his house. Fucking shit up. And it's Afro Man, so it's kind of this, like, Jimmy Buffett type, you know? Like, yeah. Light, yeah. <laughs> light song feel. It's, it's hilarious and really fucking infuriating and unfortunate because, you know, cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, what that reminds me of is, like, what's so funny about it, because I love, first of all, I love the repurposing. They're not going to win a, a lawsuit against him um, because it was his home for surveillance system. And, you know, I mean, it, they're not going to win. So I'm glad they're making an issue out of it and they're going to lose. And I mean, they're suing him for, cost for them privacy money. because he posted the videos online. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it is they were in his house. and It's his video system. The, the, the law is pretty much squarely on his side in that one. No, but it, 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 what it reminds me of and what I, I suddenly thought of is like, uh, you know, there's, it, if you go online, which, you know, that's what we do. Um, and when I, when I did take time with Twitter, um, the, the whole viral video thing of, of misdeeds mm -hmm. is just a, it's a fucking cottage industry. And it's sort of, well, I mean, and the thing about it is it's the flip side is like, here's a whole bunch of videos of, okay, you have, you have several, here's a whole suite of videos of black people stealing from Walgreens or losing their minds and tearing shit up in public places. Then you have, here's a whole bunch of videos of cops being, you know, brutally 
beating on black men. Here's a whole series of videos of high school students like beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? If 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 you really look at the stats, and I know, I know, I know I'm losing the battle. And if you actually look at the numbers, none of these things are that serious. But by the, the very thing of putting them out there and over and over and over, and that's all people see. Yeah, it's sort of, you know, it's like, you know, it's like the Bigfoot footage. Yeah, there's really only one Bigfoot, but if you see like six documentaries about the Bigfoot, you think that's a fucking giant thing. No, it's a guy in a suit. Come on. Well, I mean, there can't be just one Bigfoot because he's he's got to be um, having babies. How do you like, know? Like Mr. Pickles. Why wouldn't he? I mean, it's, he's been around for a long time. It can't be the same one. Well, he's dating uh, Selena Gomez. I don't know. Ooh, she's cute. Yeah. And about 37 years your junior. There are six things you should do this week. My first thing this week. It's a watch. The Mandalorian's back. That show's good. I kind of don't give a shit about most Star Wars, but The Mandalorian is good. It's really good. And it's I agree. A good, it's like, it's a, it's a father story. I yeah. feel like it's a. I mean, at least that's I perceive it that way. No, it is ways. totally. It's it's field of dreams with lightsabers. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh God. Speaking of father stories, uh, check out. Picard season three on Paramount Plus. I know you're not a big uh, Star Trek guy. And the thing is, the first two seasons of Picard were fine, but kind of disappointments. But this is the one that I've been waiting for because it's literally a reunion show for the entire cast of Star Trek The Next Generation. I mean, everybody's coming in. And it's, it's, and, and one of the through lines is that, uh, that Picard, uh, who now is like a, sense, a, a synthetic being. It's Picard in a synthetic body. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Picard and Beverly Crusher had a kid, and he didn't know about it. Mm. So they've got that, because you got to have the youth vote. you got to have people, you know, they, you can't have a whole bunch of like 80-year-old actors yeah. and expect the kids to go, hey, I want to watch. It's like Cocoon in space. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. Um <laughs> But it's actually really entertaining, and I'm enjoying it very much. And uh, so, Picard, how much do I have three. to know about Star Trek: The Next Generation to enjoy this show? Zero. Okay, it's still a good show. It's still a fun okay. show, but there's lots of like Easter eggs. That's always fun. So, okay. yeah. I love it. I love that shit. My next thing is a read. As we all prepare for my trip to Israel in June, uh, this is out of the Atlantic. Israeli democracy faces a mortal threat. <laughs> If Benjamin Netanyahu and his coalition have their way, my country could deteriorate into a dictatorship. This is by David Grossman. So an interesting little piece, and here's my hope, is that, boy, I hope that dad takes our family to Israel right, right in the middle of a, of a political uprising. <laughs> and and what I'm going to say is, it's to me, and I've kind of gotten to the point where um, we cry wolf so much in this country about so much shit. I know. That what it, I finally had to kind of get, uh, I had to put it in a frame for my mind to be able to handle all of the catastrophizing that we do. And I realized it's sort of like 
what Kansas people think of Chicago. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, it's like every, if you ask, if I were to go down the street and, and, and just go like go into Quick Trip and say, hey, tell me what you think of Chicago, what they're going to say is, oh my God, it's the murder cap. You can't walk the streets. You're going to get shot. And it's like, no, I've been to Chicago for 30 years. I've got friends in Chicago and they're not getting shot. That's not the reality. I would say the same thing. Anytime I hear somebody, it's threatening democracy. We're turning into a dictatorship. It's going to. I think of the fucking QAnon woman with her goddamn traps <laughs> against Clinton. You're fucking nuts and you're just saying shit to get attention. So well, shut up. I think it's different with Israel because Israel's always no. been an uncertain place of. Um, it's, you know, unsettled with its war. Like they. There's. They're at the on the verge of war, like every other Wednesday. Well, that's because everybody hates the Jews in the Middle East. I know. And they've this, been. I mean, and this Iran has said. Iran has said that they want to wipe the nation off the face of the earth. Yeah. I'm telling you, if Alabama suddenly said we're going to wipe New York off the face of the earth, you go. That's a problem. And 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 if New York said, "Yeah, really, fuck you, right. rednecks," and sh- and blew them up, you'd go, "Yeah, maybe that's justified." And just get Jonathan Majors in there to beat the shit out of him. But the reason that I'm more worried about Netanyahu versus just like you know when Trump got elected, like yeah, there was concern and whatever. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is the very end," because they do that with everybody. When Bush got elected, we're all going to Canada. Fuck off. Yeah. Even when Clinton or Trump got elected, nobody it's went like, to fucking oh, Canada. For fuck's sake. The difference is Netanyahu is doing what Trump wants to do. Netanyahu has been in power over and over and over again, despite all of his criminal charges. He is installing some seriously right-wing nationalist motherfuckers. I think if anybody can do it, Netanyahu's on the path. Whether he's going to get to the promised land <laughs> or not... Yes, it's Israel, man. I don't fucking trust Israel. I don't trust well, it you at know, all. I don't trust anybody. And speaking of trust, mine is Donnie Smith sent this to us, and I went, this is mm-hmm. definitely something I'm going to recommend. It's in TheVerge.com. It's called The Tender Car Heist Was a Mess and the Revenge Plot Even Messier. This is one fucking funny story <laughs> about, about a dumbass who tries Tinder out for the first time, gets his car stolen by a bunch of, like, a, like a homeless woman and two 18-year-old kids. Um, it's a Lamborghini, I think. Um, it's just the dumbest... You know, you know what it reminded me of? It's like... Uh, and that's what I told Donnie when I was talking to him, is it's sort of like Zola. Did you see Zola? No. It's the movie that was... It's the movie... It's the movie, It's actually a really good movie, but it's the movie based on the Twitter thread about the 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 the, the stripper that goes to Florida oh, and all, yeah, all yeah, hell yeah. breaks loose, right, right? Right. And it's a Twitter thread. Well... I it I it's a very good movie and it's fucked up and it says everything you need to know about how fucking crazy Florida is. Yeah. I read this and I went, I would watch this movie. I would watch this movie and I want the guy to be played <laughs> by Paul Giamatti. That's what I want. Oh, okay. You know, because okay. it's, cause I, it's yeah. just because he's exactly that sort of yeah. I, I, but I I definitely think it's it's a fun read. It's a really it's. People are so fucking stupid. God, we really are. Yeah, just the worst. And on that bright note... Wait a minute. You have a third that's thing. It, I do? Yeah. There's six things. It's no, not it. four let's things. Let's, let's leave them hanging. All right, fine. Watch Ted Lasso. 
And I was going to say, all right, fine, watch <laughs> Yellow Jackets season two. There you go. Well, that's it. That's the show. We, we've, we've kind of phoned in the last couple of our six things, but we like them and uh, Did enjoy we phone in? I don't... That last one was kind of a phone in. Well, yeah, yeah, that one. I mean, technically, we're on FaceTime, so we're technically phoning the whole thing in. But, right. uh, just, you know, I'm not going to get I did get forget about that. Ted Lasso, which makes it a weird thing to recommend. Like, but. I can't. Here's the thing I know I want to watch it, but for some reason, and I don't know how to explain this, I can't bring myself to watch it. I have, don't have, know why. Have you watched the first or second season? Yeah, I watch. I, I mean, I binged the first and second yeah. season, and I don't know if it's that it reminds me of where I was at at mm-hmm. the time I was watching them, mm-hmm. or I mean, I really don't. But I just have, and I'm not like I'm just resisted. It's sitting in my queue, and I just don't. Every time I go, okay, I can watch the first episode. I just don't want to. And it's like there's something about it. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, is- I'll go to your therapist and they'll explain it to me. I don't know. Yeah, you should do that. I'll no. send him your number. Not going to happen. Yeah. My third thing this week is for Don to go see my therapist. And my fourth thing this week is to call Jonathan Majors and send him to your therapist first. Probably a better use of everybody's so I'm time. Saying, right? And that's the show. Bye-bye. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. What the fuck?